A popular outcast production. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I missed the button. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Hi! Welcome to Yes Man, episode three. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah, you came back. We're impressed. Shocked. Yeah. We're impressed. I would say shocked. Impressed makes us seem full of ourselves. <laughs> yes, we're absolutely shocked that you came back. Uh, hey, before we get started, we did get an email that needs to be answered urgently. Uh, it's from our friend Jackson. Uh, he asks... Well, actually, he states that he loves our show, and he wants to know how he can help out. Do you have any advice for him? Well, Jackson, um, is this by any chance the Jackson that made our logo? You know what? It is the Jackson that made our logo. Oh, well, first of all, thank you for helping us out by making our logo. But if you feel like that's not enough, you can go to popularoutcast.com or yesmen.popularoutcast.com, and there's a fancy little purple banner on it. That says about clicking here to shop at Amazon.com. Well, what you want to do is clear your cookies before you click on that banner. Then click on the banner, and it'll take you to Amazon.com. Okay. Um, you would shop like you normally would. And uh, we here at the Popular Outcast Network get a tiny little bit of your spending without any extra cost to you. So not only are you kind of like sticking it to the man by giving them less money... <laughs> But you're also helping out the little guy by giving yeah, them some money. Yeah, and we're little, so... Yeah. We're really it's little. Fighting. So, Jackson, uh, or at Jackson Murphy underscore... Is that what At Jackson Murphy it's, underscore it's on back Twitter. back to that again? Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. <laughs> Follow him. And, uh, Jackson, help us out. And since you definitely sent us that email, and we yeah. didn't just make it up. Not at all. <laughs> uh, what say we get into the show, Chris? Well, do you want to... <laughs> I figured we could use... Justin's email as an introduction okay. to what happened. Okay, we'll do that. That's fine. <clears throat> All right. So we got a bunch of uh, we got a bunch of questions this week. We're gonna start with one that's a little out of order. Typically, we kind of go in the order of when they were asked. Yeah. But uh, we did get a, a question from, and this one is not involving him at all. So I'm just going to use his Twitter name in case you want to follow him. At the jealous one on Twitter asked, "How do you handle with sudden unexpected success?" Believe it or not, there's a backstory to this. Uh, we spent the last week, two weeks? No, week. Ba- the past week. The past and week. We're still there. On the uh, top, uh, I said top five earlier, top six. <laughs> we, for we the most moved part. To six. Yeah. Yesterday. On the new and noteworthy podcast page of iTunes, which. That's really the sweet spot because it's dead center yeah. of iTunes when you open and it And it's up. insane what because. What are you doing? Chris and I. Oh, yeah. Riley's here too. That's our third co host. Yeah, she keeps. Biting me. She's a dachshund. She's cute. <laughs> You'll probably hear. But uh, anyway, no, we spent we spent some time at the uh, on that list. Actually, we're still there, and we're really seeing a lot of a lot of downloads. Yeah. Like, what are we at? Four thousand. Almost something. Um, uh, uh, or between a two over, episodes. A little over four thousand. Which is two disgusting, episodes. by the yeah. way. To give you an idea, we get as our friend Jeffrey Kunkel said. Uh, who knew people would like <laughs> unbridled optimism so much? <laughs> We're your outlet for unbridled optimism here at Yes Man. No, uh, but really, so th- big thanks to iTunes and to everyone who's rated and reviewed. If you like seeing us up at the top, rate and review us. Subscribe, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, and it don't... Helps. Uh, what really helps, too, is not just... I mean, the stars help. Uh, rating us helps, but yeah. leave, a, leave a review for sure. That's yeah. what... 
Definitely. That's what helps a lot. And if you're bothered by the audio quality or anything like that, feel free to send us an email. We won't read it, but we'll... I mean, we'll... <laughs> sorry, we won't read it on... <laughs> we, won't, <laughs> we won't read it on the show. Uh, but if it's involving, like, you know, how the show's going or, or technical things, let us know and we'll, yeah, we'll definitely take into question. Our uh, format can change, but yeah, this is and how it's going to be for We are now. recording on an iPad, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you're used to with our other shows. <clears throat> Either way... Well, say we get rolling. Uh, I, right. I think Justin exaggerated. By the way, <laughs> I don't think this is considered. I wouldn't say I wouldn't consider it like success. I mean, it was but, unexpected. But uh, in exposure, he's very true on the overnight. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he mention overnight yeah, I don't, success? Because I don't know who noticed it, that, but I was. It honestly, it happened from Sunday night into Monday. We blew up. Yeah, like. I went to bed Sunday at, like, 1 in the morning, mm-hmm. and we had, uh, like, 100, 100 and some downloads on yeah. episode 1. Right. Which, which we were really which shocked is, with. We were shocked that, with that That itself. was great. And then by Monday, we were almost at 1,000. Yeah. And then when episode 2 came out, that hit 1,000 in less than two days. Mm-hmm. And now that one's almost at 2,500. and. It's disgusting yeah. how that happened. And, like, I, I really hope that people are listening and enjoying. Yeah. And um, I just... almost feel like this this one is, this podcast, this is how I felt. Uh, although iTunes has proven that maybe that's not the same situation. I felt like this podcast was kind of like Jeff in Motion, where it really works well as an addition to the shows that you already listen to. Yeah. But clearly, Jeff's show also really does, does well. well by itself. And apparently so does Because I don't, I don't think... I mean, we haven't seen thousands of downloads on our other shows. Right, it's just um, insane. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Riley's behind my pillow now. Whatever, um, it's fine. I was going to say something else, but I forget. Oh, That's well, fine. I think Justin was just kind of complimenting our, <laughs> I, I our situation so. there. Which also brings us to another oh, question oh, on I Twitter. I remember what oh. I was going to say. Sorry, hold no, on. No, it's fine. Uh, I think... The logo Jackson Murphy made for us has a lot to do with oh, it. Oh, I agree. <laughs> because if you look at the new and noteworthy main page, ours is the most attention-grabbing. It's the only one that isn't, like, doesn't blend in at all. Yeah, and we're not trying to, like, you know... We're not... I'm not pooping on the are, other one's are, logos. Are great, but... But, like, they're all, like, white backgrounds with some sort of neat, like, image or something right. like that. And ours is just, like... Uh, it, okay, uh, talking to... When we recorded Delusional Loners yesterday... Uh, I described the color to Andrew as uh, the lime green Game Boy color, but after you've had it for 10 years and it got really dingy, yes, yes. that's how you describe it. It's a different color. color. It's not a color I would have ever picked, but I really like it. Yeah. Also, we don't look like we were at a professional photo shoot. Yeah. I mean, Jackson did a good job catching, capturing our essence. Sorry, we ate wings before this, and I'm like burping <laughs> up a storm. Um, he did a good job capturing our essence, but he didn't make us look pretty, and I think maybe that kind of feels... Different, because usually when you see a, a podcast logo, you see like a really it's idealized version of someone, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, which brings us to another question on Twitter that's from at the last rewind, underscores between each word. Say I literally wanted <laughs> to literally eat Chris's face. How would I go about this? <laughs> uh, look, uh, I'm a cheap date. Just take me out. <laughs> Have a good time. He followed up and asked if he was to flutter his eyelashes at you. Um, that helps. Okay. 
<laughs> so there you go. There's an answer for you. We told you we'd answer it, and we did. <laughs> Should we just breeze through our Twitter questions? Because there's only two yeah, left. Yeah, let's do the Twitter questions yeah. first, and then we'll go <clears throat> to email, and then we'll do voicemail, because we okay. didn't get any on Facebook. Right, and as promised, when it's questions about you, it's going to be anonymous. Yeah. If you're asking us questions about our show, then we'll plug your, your Twitter. Hand. Yeah. Um, someone on Twitter asks, how do I get through summer... If my breast best my breast, my breast friends, friends. Ooh. Ooh. if my best friends moved away, um, I assume I assume that maybe you don't have a driver's license, um, or the distance is too or the great. distance is too great to travel. So um, normally in that situation, I would probably say plan a road trip. You know, um, go and see that person. But if that's not the case, if that's not the case, Skype. Skype, um, Snapchat, you know, Snapchat. everything we mentioned in the past. Google Hangouts is a cool thing that we're, is working really well. Yeah. Google did a good job making that nice. And, you know, just because some of your friends move doesn't mean you can't have fun at home. You can still you can still meet people. And Find it, out if there's an open mic in your town. Yeah, and don't, I'm not saying to replace the person that moved away, but don't be afraid to make new friends either yeah. just because your best friend moved yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to take this time to plug a pot, uh, the open mic that we do here, yeah. but we do a, an open mic at a at a local business that we work at. Um, it's called Mike's No Mic Open Mic, and that's not the name of the business. That's, that's the name, the name of, the of the open event. mic at the business. You you'll figure it out. <laughs> Either way, uh, every time we have between forty and fifty people, most of which people people don't know each other there. So you know it, it's cool because after the last one, I went to the bar. And going from the open mic experience to the bar experience, I was like, I really could see someone, and you've done this. You've met people at the open mic who mm-hmm. you've never met before. Mm-hmm. And like actually created friends there. I mean... Yeah, certainly. Don't hesitate to go and find things in your town that are happening. Even if you're not a... I, I've never been a fan of uh, organized like clubs or anything like that in, in high school. But I know that that works for some people. So yeah, check it does. It out. And college. I don't know how old you are, so... Ooh, I- Knock this off again. Oh, it's fine. Just leave it there. Chris uh, broke my table two weeks in a row. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I couldn't agree with you more about that. I was never <laughs> I was never a clubs kind of guy. Oh uh, no, no, and, and I always kind of regretted it, but it really wasn't for me. Well, I was always like the sort of n- nerdy loner guy that no one really was sure of his name in high school. Uh-huh. So I um. It was like, well, go to a club with a bunch of people that I don't really care about or go home and play video games or take a nap. And Did you have a video game club in high school? No. We One developed right towards my end there, and I still see those people hanging out with each other like through Facebook and things. I really feel like I should have cool. joined that. Yeah. But it was like basically people sitting, and it was in the, like the band practice room playing Super Smash Brothers. That's cool. During like a resource period. That's neat. It was awesome. That is a cool. <laughs> I was always jealous cool of thing. them, but then I felt like I wouldn't fit in. So, <coughs> <clears throat> which gets us back to our. Oh, by the way, in case this is the first episode you're listening to, we are uh, Chris Rao and Mike Bennett. Oh yeah, we never we never introduced ourselves at all. Sorry, I'm we're Chris a little Rao. nervous. We feel like we have a bigger audience to impress. Yeah, and we were both talking about how nervous we were before we started recording. But this. I'm Chris Rao. Yes, you're Chris Rao. So you can put a name to a voice. Yeah, and I'm Mike Bennett. So the guy who's talking with a really nasally. Uh... <laughs> it's okay. And the guy who uh, has been coughing for the last <laughs> right, episode. right. We're just we're not even sick. That's. <laughs> I am. You are. You but are. You've been it's sick okay. for months. I'm. I'm pretty much always sick, and that's because I refuse to go to the doctor. <laughs> Either way, uh, we consider ourselves. Well, this is Chris's term. 
He brought it into the first episode. We consider ourselves two beta males. Uh, incredible optimists. Yeah. Uh, so pushovers, for sure. Pushovers, yeah. Uh, we're trying to give out advice. Which Would you is, possibly say we're yes men? I think we, we, I think we could call ourselves yes men. <laughs> I think. I have to think about that one. I mean, um, yes. <laughs> no. Uh, we're, we're challenging ourselves by giving out advice, and we're trying to be as real as we can. I just want to mention that this morning, uh, via text, I called Mike uh, Broseph Gordon-Levitt, and when I came over, he was wearing a premium Rush shirt. Yeah, show, show I the did it audience. On purpose. I showed them. They heard it. <laughs> we'll take a picture of the shirt. I just think it was funny. Yeah. We'll take a picture of the shirt, and I'll hold Riley so you can see what this monster is that shares. It's behind the, the pillow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. We got to get into this. <laughs> got to get back into this. Um, well... Summer. Summer, your friends moved away. Summer, my friends moved away. Uh, well, friend. Again, just away. don't hesitate to, to meet, to meet new, new people. people. If there's a local, if there's a, I don't, again, I don't know how old you are. If you're younger, check out, like, the community pool. I remember hanging out with friends at the pool all the time when I was younger. Uh, just don't hesitate to explore. Yeah, and, and... And just because your best friend's gone doesn't mean you can't hang out with other friends. Yeah. And also, you can still communicate with them in today's yeah. day and age, unless you live under a rock, which we know you don't because you tweeted at us. Yeah. <laughs> Although she is listening to podcasts, <laughs> so maybe she does live under a rock. Yeah. Because we do. Just make as much noise as you can. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll finish up Twitter so we can put Twitter away. Uh, same person comes back with a question later in the week. Last night, actually. Asks, what happens when your best friend that's a guy steals your bike and when you ask for it back, he drives it into a ditch? Uh, maybe rethink your situation on yeah, your Yeah, maybe it's not your best friend. That doesn't, uh, sound like, that doesn't sound like a very good friend. That or, that or he likes you. Maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know mm. if I would crash a bike <laughs> to him. Maybe he, he was so distracted by her stunningly good looks that he fell into the ditch. Well, right that's what it was. That's what it That's was. what happened. He was like, oh, gosh, she's so beautiful. And then... So accept his apology and... Ask him a on a bike. date. <laughs> Ask him on a date. Date him until he buys you a new bike. And then dump him. And then dump him. And be, then you're done. And it... Fine. That's Problem a, solved. That's essentially putting him through what he put you through. So. Yeah, exactly. So get back at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and no, but in all seriousness, <laughs> uh, if... If this person ruins a lot of your things, they're not a good friend, and you should probably rethink this situation. Uh, I know personally, I've had some friends who were sort of like emotionally abusive, but yeah. I was like, but they're my friends, and they're only trying to help me. Yeah, I know how that goes. And, uh, and if you're having things monetarily ruined, like things that cost money... Um, being broken and destroyed, that's, I would equate that with emotional, except, yeah. except the monetary things can be replaced, but your emotions are hurt. But like, maybe you really like the bike and now it's ruined and... Yeah, I mean, you can't replace sentimental values. Yeah, so exactly. I, I don't know. Maybe you just don't let your friend borrow your bike again. I mean, yeah. lesson learned, right? You know, yeah. you, you had your bike crashed into a ditch and I assume it's broken. So just don't do it again. You could just light your friend on fire. That would be... I mean, he'd never crash well, your bike again. I just don't know if we should be telling people. <laughs> <laughs> We're done a podcast. <laughs> I swear to God. 
Don't yeah, do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. That's terrible. Don't advice. light anyone on fire ever. I don't know. Just reconsider your your your. Uh, don't reconsider your friendship, but maybe reconsider your uh, take a step. your loaning guidelines. Take well, yeah. Reconsider like you letting him use things, but also take a step back and assess the friendship because if this is something that happens a lot with him ruining your things. It might not be the greatest relationship. Hey, this is the same person. If he's moving away, problem solved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Yeah, so maybe with any luck, he's the one moving away and he'll never borrow your bike again. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, Shall we move on? Let's. Do you want to read the next one? Yep. It's short enough. Read this email. Okay. Uh, This email, we got pretty much almost exactly following our last recording yeah um it's a little bit more adult uh so for our younger who's this from oh yeah okay for our younger listeners um earmuffs earmuffs or skip ahead a little bit um hey yes men this might sound a little crazy and that's because it completely is i just got out of a seven-year relationship I was 15 when we got together, and I'd just graduated college at 22. I fell out of love and kicked him out. Now I'm trying to figure out who I am as an adult. How do I tell my parents that I want to move in with someone I just met so I can become his 24-7 slave? I'm moving in with him at the end of August, and he is basically my sugar daddy. We met through a fetish website, and he is the dominant to my submissive. Um... Thanks. Yeah, thanks for sending that in. Yeah. Uh, we're going to tackle this the best we can. Yeah. Considering, I'm assuming you and I are in the same boat on this one. I don't belong to a fetish website. Yeah, and I'm not the dominant to anyone. <laughs> we're yes men. <laughs> if anyone, Why I'm are you asking us this? Go find no man on iTunes. Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. the submissive probably to any situation I've ever oh been in. Oh my god. As, again, uh... Seven-year relationship is a long time. That's long enough to change your personality. Yeah. Um, so that's intense right off the bat. And I don't necessarily... I mean, I know this wasn't the question, but I don't think it's necessarily, like, a, a, like unseen or horrible that from mm-hmm. 15 to 22, she fell out of love. Because no. That's she said when it was you, a little crazy, but I just that's don't when think you, it is. I don't think it... Okay. I think the moving in with someone she just met yeah. to be his slave... Well, is even, a little bit crazy. Even just moving and in, I'm not, assuming you just broke up. And I'm not trying to judge this person no, in no. the slightest. We're stating what we would do in that situation, but, I guess. But at the same time, I think that's the crazy part. Yeah. Because I can understand why from the ages of 15 to 22 is when a person changes the most. Yeah. And it's understandable that she fell out of love. Right. Um, because at 15, you're, you're old enough to get those feelings, but I don't think you're old enough to understand those feelings. Yeah. And you can really trick yourself into believing in yourself for that long and and if it didn't work out you know best to end it rather than suffer yeah sorry i got mountain dew on my glasses that's fine i don't know how you did that (laughs) (laughs) um but her actual question is how she should tell her parents that she wants to move in with someone she just met to become his 24 7 slave okay I don't necessarily know if i'd include that in the i don't think your sexual life needs to be involved in that's what I mean. I'm not explaining to your parents. Yeah. The hard part is going to be, hey, I know I've been dating Brian for seven years, but I met Steve on the internet and uh, I'm moving in with him. 
Yeah. That's going to be the tough part. So, um, hello, parents. Hi, this is a podcast. Uh, this, She'll be fine. <laughs> now, something I think that would be important for us to know to answer this better mm-hmm. is her... I mean, if he's her sugar daddy, I'm going to assume she's probably reliant on her parents. Not saying that's a bad thing. Right. I'm not trying to say that, like, she's mooching off of her parents or anything like that. But the fact that she's referring to this guy she's moving in with as her sugar daddy seems to me that, like, her parents are her main support right now. Okay. You know what I mean? I see, no, I see what you're saying. And... <laughs> I hope that... That was not... <laughs> Riley again. That <laughs> was neither of our stomachs nor anything from our bodies. Um, I just... I think you should just tell them that you're, you've met a guy and you're going to move in with them. But, yeah, I agree with Mike. I don't think the sexual details of the situation need be incorporated um, just because, just because um, it's, your, it's your personal life. Right. I mean, your parents wouldn't come to you and be like, Hey, your dad and I are becoming swingers, just so you know. You might see some couples come in and out of the house. So you (laughs) shouldn't be like... That is something... ah, I just feel like parents don't need to know those sorts of things. Parents just don't understand. No, and I'm not even saying that. You know what, though? I'm sure most parents would understand where you're coming from. They're just going to try and give you their input. Yeah. So, I don't know. If if you are in the situation, and we're not trying to assume things, but if you're in the situation in which you do need money, tr- maybe go out and find a job and just explain to your parents that you're becoming more independent. Yeah. You know, and you can bring up that you met someone. I don't see that being a problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the issue is going to... I don't know. While you've been in a relationship and you, you're just recently out of and you're moving in with this new guy... I don't think the problem's going to lie in that with your parents. I think the problem would lie in, again, this is due to a lack of information on your situation, but, um, yeah, they might just be wondering, like, well, what happens if, you know, something happens between you and this guy, mm-hmm. and then you're on your own? Yeah. Or, like, It does seem like... The big issue here is going to be your parents worrying about you, not worrying about your love life. Yeah. I mean, again, we don't know where you... We don't know where you live now, but you do reference that you kicked your boyfriend of seven years out. So maybe you already have an apartment. Yeah. If that's the case, you're already showing your independence and... Yeah. And if you are on your own, then your parents... I would just be like, hey, I'm moving in with this guy and... Well, I don't know if he'd say, moving in with this guy. <laughs> okay. Maybe, uh, can, can't, are you in the situation in which they can meet him? Is that going to work? Uh, that, that is, that's a thing. And also, too, I, I'm not sure how you're, again, it's, it's all dependent upon the parents, but I don't, some parents might frown upon um, that you met someone on the internet. So if you have parents like that, I would maybe just omit that part. Yeah. Just leave out that you met him on the internet. Just be like, I met this guy. We hit it off really well. We've been hanging out for a while or whatever. Yeah. And because, again, lack of information, but I'm going to assume that you aren't just, like, conversing with this guy 
on the internet yeah. and then suddenly going to move in with him because you could be getting catfished. I would say, yeah, I would say in that situation, here's my advice. Meet him before you move in. Yeah, if you haven't <laughs> met him, meet him. <laughs> Again, though, we don't know a whole lot about the situation. I, if you trust yourself and you genuinely don't feel like it's going to end up ugly... Go what, for it. I mean, it. you only live once. And <laughs> I'm not going to say... And the, That's a phrase, okay? <laughs> um, Before whatever Drake, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> uh, um, it's funny how she honestly asked the question, and we be, we've hardly answered her question she asked at all. Her question is just, how should she tell her parents? Just uh, tell them in person. F- flat out tell yeah. them in person. Like I said... Leave out the sexual aspects. You have between now and August. If if you haven't met, if your parents haven't met Steve, is that the name I gave him? I think. If so. your parents haven't met Steve, bring him over a few times. You know, if assuming you haven't met Steve. If you haven't met Steve, bring him over a few times. <laughs> no, but I mean, from now until August, a lot can change. Yeah, definitely. Even if you don't mention right now that you're ready to move in with them, make sure that they know him and they can get to meet him and then you can make that decision later. Yeah. But again, it's going to seem quick to anyone. Especially if you just came out of this relationship of seven years. It is, but then again... You're going to get people who are judging you and, and you need to know what's right for you and not for your friends or your family. Yeah. You want to make sure you're the one who's happy. Yeah, and that's That's the matters. most important thing. Yep. So, I think that's good. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. Uh, let's see. We have another email. All right. And well, then we have a voicemail, and then we have one more email. <clears throat> so I'm going to read this one. <sighs> Hi. I probably have the lowest self-confidence possible. It's really starting to bother me now because there was a girl that went to my school that I liked, that I really liked, but I never said much to her. I'm trying to gather up enough guts to ask her out except she doesn't go to my school anymore, so I can't talk to her. She has a Facebook, and I really need advice on how I can hang out with her without sounding weird. Asking out via chat is a bad idea, at least from the advice I've been told. So hopefully you guys can help me think of something better. For your information, we do not know each other. We, we do know each other, but not very well. Okay. So you're trying to figure out a way to get to know her and ask her out, but you do not want to do it via chat, which I agree with. I don't think that's good advice. Yeah. I mean, I think that is good advice to not do it via, via internet. Yeah, or text, or any yeah. of those things. Which is where the problem arises. How do you get to see this person outside of school? Well, um, how, okay. And she doesn't go to your school anymore, which I'm assuming she at least lives in the area. Yeah, um, that's what makes it hard is not knowing, not knowing, like, how far she moved, like, maybe there's a another school within that town that she moved to. Well, yeah, look around here. I mean, there's how many schools in 20 minutes? Yeah. Uh, so, so we're going to assume that that's the situation. Yeah, because um, I would say uh, maybe, I don't know, the way I would have gone about it in my younger days, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I would have <clears throat> I would have started talking to her via the technologies, uh, texting, Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can still develop a friendship through internet. I, I mean... And, and knowing her better that way, 
Like, knowing her better by speaking to her through the internet will make it easier for you guys to hang out in real life. Well, I'm going to disagree with you there. Don't do that. Sorry, the table noises come through on the iPad. Who come through on the iPad? <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Um, what was I saying? You were disagreeing with me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I can't remember what you disagree with. I said that... Uh, talking to someone and oh, getting yeah, yeah. to know them is going to make it I easier. have been in a situation where I have talked to people on, on Facebook, whether it be comments back and forth or actual like private chat, where I've met the person in person and I can't say anything. And now that's just me. I don't know. I, I feel like, and we've touched on this before, you can be who you want to be on the internet easily. Yeah. But to do it in person is tough. I and I can I can see where that's coming and from. And I've always had a social stigma where I I yeah. really struggle being myself around people I don't know that well. Yeah, but at the at the same time, you need to. Uh, I mean, it's good to especially when it's a love interest. It's mm-hmm. good to know them before you spend time with them. Yeah. Because. But that's what's dating. That dating can be for that too. I mean, we live in a world where most people, it seems start dating after you have a friendship, but that's not how it's always been done, and that's not how it's always done now. Yeah, which is, which you can, is true. But you can like, see if you're compatible by going on a date. But the thing but is... the matter is, is how to get to that point. That's what yeah. we're trying to answer. Um, I mean, I'm not saying go and creep on her Facebook posts or anything, but yeah. you got to figure out how you are going to... To do this, if you're taking the advice of your friends and us by not using the internet. Yeah. It's and scary because 50 years ago, this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. But 50 years ago, you may not know this person. Yeah, exactly. And, um, the, okay, uh, I was always a guy who was, like, afraid to talk to girls and, and stuff like that. But the thing is, is it's easy to say you should, like, it's easy yeah. to say don't be afraid. Right. And I, I understand that having a low self-esteem and low confidence, is, it makes it even harder. But the thing is, is, uh, you know, in the immortal words of Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Which yes. is, uh, okay, because I know Jeff is going to listen to this. I knew that quote before he said it. <laughs> So I'm not going to have him call me out on that. But um, <laughs> but that's completely true. If you don't take a risk, you're never going to get anything in return. Yeah. Uh, you're just going to become like a hermit and live a secluded life because you're, you live in fear. And uh, Right, and... I think we're both in situations... We are both in situations that... Of course, you know, I was very afraid to talk to girls. Oh, I was too. And we had... I still am. uh, Yeah, and we took that risk. Whether it's, like, I mean, even even in a, like, friendly, hey, how you doing kind of way, I still struggle with that. Yeah, but we took the risk at some point in time. Yeah, and it worked out. (laughs) And we're in successful relationships, I would say, so. Uh, Just take the shot. Um, I mean, and, and the thing is, too, is I understand... Being rejected can hurt your your self esteem and confidence further, mm-hmm. but don't let it because there's so many other fish in the sea. Yeah, again, exactly. she could be your mackerel when all you need is a swordfish. <laughs> again, <laughs> not a gay joke. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually take what I said earlier and 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 retract that statement. Um, it is 2013. 
People find marriage through dating websites. Yeah. What kind of person is she? If you think she's the kind of person who's not going to go in and be like, why the hell is he messaging me on Facebook? Yeah. Like, start a conversation with her. Let her know, hey, I'm really excited to see The Purge this weekend. Uh, do you have any interest in catching it? Maybe we could go for half-price appetizers at Applebee's afterwards. Like, that's not that... I don't know if that's a, that big of a deal. Because yeah. how is that different than passing a note to someone in school? Yeah, exactly. Or sending a text message. I mean, if you can get her number, call her. I recommend yeah. doing that first. Yeah. And what I was trying to say when talk to her... when And she when knows you. About... That's another thing. Yeah. You do know each other. Yeah. So it's not like it's coming out of the blue. And what I was trying to get at earlier when I said to talk to her first... Yeah. It was just so that, because he says that they know each other, but not well. Mm. And, you know, bringing up the purge, maybe she doesn't really like horror movies. So ask her to see a different film. Yeah. Or like, and those are things you, you wouldn't... You can easily turn a conversation around and find out some interests. And, and that's what I meant by talking to her. Don't just be like, hey, you want to go to the movies? Well, yeah. Like, find I, out what she likes or doesn't like and, <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm not saying like... Wait, become friends, wait a couple years, then ask her on a date. I'm just saying, find out what she likes. Maybe she really likes mini golf. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you kind of like it or you like it too, so you guys go mini golfing. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe she likes regular golfing and you've never regular golfed, so that would... If you've never done it, that could be fun because that's going to give her something to teach you you, and it's going to be like a bonding experience. Yeah. Or if you have something cool in your town, like laser tag or something like that, go do yeah. something really. And if she's not from your town, fun or show her what's cool in the area. Yeah, and this is all once you work up the courage to ask but her. But she's she is from his town. Oh yeah, that's she right. Went to a she goes school. to a different school now. But maybe there's something you know about that she doesn't. Yeah. Like, I didn't know we had a laser tag thing at Knobles until I was like seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So just go for it, man. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, I think that's the best thing we can say is is give it a shot, whether you do it on the internet, in person, over the phone, whatever. Just give it a shot because but, why But not? try to avoid doing it over the internet, asking her on a date. Yeah. Well, you can make okay, that call. Okay. You know her. You can ask her on a date via the internet, but if you get to the point where you ask her to be your girlfriend... <laughs> yeah, don't do don't that. Don't do that via the internet. Don't do that. <laughs> um, and, and again, uh, bringing it back to friends, too... Surround yourself with good people just in case you do get rejected because people with self-confidence take rejection hard. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need people you care about and that care about you to help pull you out of it if you're going to if you're going to be affected by it. But uh one of the biggest things one of the biggest things to help a fear of rejection is being rejected. Yeah. And I think if you've never experienced it before, it's going to be rough if she says no. Right. But it'll make it easier for you in the future. I completely agree. So hopefully that helped you out. Uh, feel free, again, to anyone, this isn't just for this email, feel free to give us a follow-up and we'll, we'll tackle it again and yep. you can give us more information. If you want to give us more also, information. Also, I think it'd be really cool it, if you take our advice, let us know what the outcome was. Yeah, and uh, that goes for everyone too. I would let really, us... and I know you're the, you're, I'm sure you're the same boat, we'd really be interested in hearing from you after. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. I think that would be a cool segment to do. Oh, each yeah. Episode, so. That would be really so, cool. So, yeah, give us a follow-up. You know, even if it's one sentence, we, we'd just like to hear from you again. All right. Do you want to do the last... Should we do the last written email, last then do the email voicemail? and then go to the voicemail? Sure. Okay. Um, this uh, email says... Oh, he gave himself a name, so you can read the name at the end. <laughs> okay. 
This email is from Champion of the Sun. <laughs> and he said, A few months ago, I was celebrating a friend's birthday at a bar. The party eventually moved over to my place of work, more specifically, the bar inside of it. We both were a little drunk at the time, and we shared a bit of an intimate moment. She's in an open relationship, but that doesn't make me feel okay and in the clear. So here are my main problems. A. She has a fiancé. And B. She hasn't really given up on pursuing me. Since she has a psyche that I would describe as being made of sugar, <laughs> I need a way to let her down easy. She's a good friend, but she needs to move along because I refuse to let her ride the big pink bus to Tuna Town. <laughs> Help me let her down easy. Please don't fail me now. Yours truly, Champion of Disson. Okay. Well, Champion. I I respect the way you're handling this. Yeah. Being a member of the male species, that can be a difficult thing, especially if you're single. Yeah. Um, she has a fiancé. I'm just getting the facts straight. She has a fiancé, but she's in an open relationship. Yeah. However, she seems to be pursuing you. Yeah. Uh, now that maybe things have happened. Maybe they're polygamists. I mean, that's... that's but it. there's no amusement park rides involved. Right, right. Throwback to another <laughs> podcast! <laughs> um, I don't know. Ooh. This is interesting because, again, you were both drunk, so you could have let it off at a, a silly mistake, but the fact that it's happening now that sober thoughts are possible... Who knows? So you're trying to figure out a way to shake her tail, or shake her off your tail, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, Creepiest laugh on the show so far. <laughs> I, I would say the best thing for you to do is um, tell her flat out you don't feel right. I that's mean, respectable. I mean, that's that's the way to do it. Just say, look, I appreciate our friendship. What happened the other night? I, I, I enjoyed it. I appreciate but our friendship. You're in a, in a, in a, you are going to be married. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate our friendship and yeah. I am flattered that you're pursuing yeah. me. But regardless of this, uh, the uh, type of relationship, open or not, you're still in a relationship to be married. Exactly. And uh, this is outside of the advice. Like, I'm, I'm changing back to like putting myself in your shoes. It's not fair to you. No, it's not. But it sounds like he's in a situation where he he knows it's not like it's not yeah. like it's not like you have incredible feelings for this person, right? No, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, she just made it seems it, she's like got it a personality just, made of sugar, so you're it, automatically going to be attracted to a person who's got a good personality. Yeah, especially if you're going to hook up in a bar <laughs> drunkenly. Drunkenly. Um, oh boy, it's yeah, I. It sounds like you know what you want to do. It, you just have to do it. Yeah. So, you know, just, just straight up. And I think if she's any type of friend, you don't have to let her... I, okay. I don't think you need to be mean about it, that's for sure. No, But no. I think as a friend, as one of your friends, just saying, this isn't right, I don't feel right, Yeah. and it's not fair to me, you can just say I think is... is, is as gently as you can put it. And and it's being real, too. Because you're letting her know that it's nothing against her yeah. that's making you not want this to happen. You just have but, too much respect for her and probably and her, her fiancé. Fiance and yourself. Like, and I mean, that just means that you're, you're a... 
Good guy. You're a good guy. You're a good I, guy. I know they're in an open relationship, and if they're happy with the way that things are going, and if that's something that's normal for them, then it's good that they're happy too. But it sounds like you aren't the kind of person who is okay with that. Yeah. And that's fine. You yeah. don't have to be okay with that because you don't have to be involved with it. Yeah. You know? I, I think that's a pretty pretty straightforward, easy one. If you get to see this person, just sit them down and be like, hey, this is how I feel. This is what needs to happen, and I am happy to continue our friendship. Yeah. And now tell that, her that can't, that that's the, big, not... the big pink bus heading into Tuna Town is not... You just say you have a big, a little pink Mini Cooper. <laughs> Maybe she'll... She knows the size of his bus. Does she? I'm I thought they were just so. making out in the bar. Uh, it said things got into. They shared an intimate. Oh, moment. I missed that. And I, when, see, I and can when consider he used, an intimate moment. And the, yeah, I I would consider it just kissing too. But when he uses the, um, <laughs> let her ride the big pink bus to Tuna Town, I assume that means. She rode the bus once before. No, 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 no. It says, she's a good friend, but she needs to move along because I refuse to let her ride the pink, big, big pink bus to Tuna Town. But again, I assume that means she rode it before. I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, let us know if she rode different... the bus. I feel like she didn't ride the bus. I think she did. Now, the bus is his penis. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case anyone Honestly. didn't understand that. And Tuna Town... We are, we're done. We're done here. You want to explain what Tuna Town is, no, Mr. It's, Bennett? No, it's all good. Are, are you sure? Because they might be confused now. It's her vagina. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. I knew that, but I didn't know if our audience knew I think, that. I hope our audience knew that. We've got some young people that listen oh, to us. Yeah, they do. Oh, we never told them to take, to take their earmuffs off, so we're fine. It's because, it, yeah, that's true. They're still like, They're okay. going to miss like a half of an episode. <laughs> Um, um, I think that's all we have this week. No, we have the voicemail yet, too. Oh, we have a voicemail. Perfect. Um, but so yeah, we still have a solid wanna... four minutes okay. until we're done with We'll recap everything at the end, then, yeah, too. Yeah, I think your uh, speaker works better than mine. Okay. Because I dropped my phone on ice cream once. That's some advice. Don't use your phone near ice cream. <laughs> this is my second phone that I destroyed the microphone in because I dropped it in ice cream. Really? You dropped two different phones in ice cream? Oh, yeah. Like a year apart, too. Oh, gosh. That's hilarious. And both times, Bill and Jeff have made fun of me for it. It's hilarious. I can understand why they would. <laughs> okay. Here we are. Here's the voicemail. Hey, guys. This is an anonymous caller. Um, I was playing with some friends and got hit in the eye with a stick, and it kind of left a mark. And people have been asking me, hey, what's wrong with your eye? And I haven't thought of a cool story to tell them so that it doesn't seem like I'm a lame person. So can you guys give me a cool story? Thank you. Bye. That's an easy one. Okay. When you were fighting off the Nazi frogmen... Uh... See, I was going to go for an actual story. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's just... It depends on the type of injury that has been left behind. <laughs> right, right. If it's, if it's a bruise, you got in a back alley brawl with some thugs who were trying to steal a pretty girl's purse. Okay. If it's a cut, you got into a fight with some thugs who were trying to rob a pretty girl of her purse at knife point, <laughs> and uh, one of them swung at you with Is a the mar- switchblade, and... <laughs> Just if the mark's in your cut eye, your eye. If the mark is in your eye, oh, well, that's just gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, go to a doctor. Go to a doctor. Make sure it's not infected. Um, but yeah, 
Either way, your story needs to include some thugs, <laughs> an alley, and a pretty a damsel girl. in distress. Yeah. Uh, or, I, or uh, we don't know you. Maybe that's it's true. A, that's maybe true. It's it could a, be a, a, what's a... What's yeah, the what's, guy version of a damsel? A dame... What's the guy from Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Because he was in that exact situation. He was locked in a tower. Yeah. <laughs> I forget his name. I'm gonna Prince look. Valium? No, that's from Spaceballs. Yeah. Princess. No, uh, er, oh. Either way. Either way. What? Um, opposite? That's okay. A dawn in distress. A dawn in distress. That's what I, it says. Okay. Is the opposite. So a damsel or dawn in distress. Yeah. Uh, needs to be in your story. Yeah, definitely, because you want to, you want to be a hero. You don't want it to be just, you're some guy who got into a fight with some other guys. Like, you, there has to be a reason for the violence. Yeah, if it's, if it's, ideally, it's a scar over your eye, and you can let people know that you're, uh, being featured as Scar in the off-Broadway production of The Lion King. Yeah. Ideally. Uh, and just say you're really committed to the role. Yeah. That's true. I think that's the best one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> of course, because you came up with it. I bet yeah. you you were a fan of the Nazi frogs too, weren't you? Those Nazi frog men, those are real things. <laughs> they are real things. They're, they're not like men who look like frogs. Like battle toads. They're Nazi frog men. That's a type of soldier. It's like a stormtrooper is uh, a real soldier. Really? Not from Star Wars. A stormtrooper, as far as I understand, is someone who comes down on a, uh, a parachute. That's a paratrooper. But there's also a stormtrooper. Look it up. I, I swear to you. I swear to you. And a Nazi frogman is something else. We'll edit out this dead air, too, because because we should. Yeah, for sure. German commando frogman. Also, Kampfschwimmer. Oh, were they uh, amphibious units? Yeah, exactly. And there are... Stormtroopers, too. I know there are. Yeah, uh, the German Stumtrumpen. Stormbabteilung. Storm, Stumtrumpen. <laughs> uh, the term thrust troops or Stubtruppen. I told you. I did. I knew stormtroopers were real. Oh, you did? Oh, I thought you said you did. Yeah, but yeah, frogmen. No, uh, Darth Vader is sort of like. Well, yeah. Emperor Palpatine is sort of like an allegory for. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we're not a movie This has podcast. been episode three of, of yes, yes Men. All right, so recap the questions. Okay. Friend moved. Wait, no. We did we start with the friend moved away? Uh, oh no, oh, you okay. can. Jackson, you can help us out by going to the, <laughs> going to Amazon.com via the Amazon banner that's on our website. But clear your cookies first. Justin, uh, you know what it is you don't handle it you don't just don't handle it just ignore it pretend it doesn't exist uh, the fame the last rewind just ask him <coughs> he'll let you eat his face I'm into that sort of thing <laughs> uh, twitter questions uh, maybe meet some new friends meet some new friends and don't let the old friends ride your bike into a ditch yep because that's not how it works <laughs> uh, is that it for twitter questions yeah, that's it for twitter Okay. Uh, um, don't tell your parents about your sexual life because they don't need to know that. Again, they wouldn't tell you if they became swingers, so don't tell them you are submissive to a dominant. Have them meet Steve. Hopefully you met Steve. Yeah, hopefully you've met Steve. If so, take the next step and have your parents meet Steve because you're not moving in with him till August. Yeah. You got some um, time. 
The next question was the, was uh, the... asking asking your girl. Oh, your no, lady. That wasn't it. Wasn't it? No, the next question was the friend. Uh, no, no, like, yeah, no, I was asking. It was, yeah, it was asking yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you know, don't um, don't necessarily completely say no to internet because it can work. Yeah. Again, we're living in two thousand thirteen. Learn what she's into, what she's not into, so you know what to do. Yeah. Like as a as far as a date goes, a j- rejection is scary, but don't fear it too much. Not the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we need to just Mike's cliches <laughs> for every scenario. Um, uh. <laughs> just don't let it beat you up too much. Surround yourself with good people for if you just in case you do get rejected, so you can handle it better. But don't live in fear of rejection because it's not necessarily... It's not a horrible thing. Right. There's so many fish in the sea. She could be a halibut when all you need is a swordfish. That's the motto of this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, just ask her just for the halibut. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Just kidding. We have more answers. <laughs> Was that a Will Sasso? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, um, so the next question was then... Uh, the open relationship, engaged friend. Um, tell her that you don't feel right. And, I mean, you don't want to end the friendship, it seems, but you just don't yeah. feel comfortable, which is commendable. Uh, and if she's any sort of a friend, she'll understand and be okay with it. Yeah. And what was... Oh, uh, and then the last one was the stick-in-the-eye situation. Uh, damsel or Dawn in distress. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the hero of the situation. Again, uh, fist fight if it's a bruise, <laughs> uh, knife fight if it's a small cut, uh, Nazi frog troopers. Frogmen. Frogmen. Or you're playing Scar in an off-Broadway production. Or you're playing Scar in an off-Broadway production of The Lion King. I think those are all reasonable. And I think that was the full recap. Yeah, but we... Uh, oh, oh, if you have questions for us, we should have oh, done yes. this at the beginning. If you have questions that you'd like us to answer on episode <coughs> four or any other episode of the show, feel free to tweet us at Yes Men Show. Um, check us out on Facebook. Um, 99% sure it's facebook.com forward slash uh, Yes Men Show. Yeah. Uh, you can send us an email at yesmenshow at gmail.com. Why do you always give me the phone number? <laughs> it's 215-2-YES-MEN or 215-Google what the numbers to letter translation is. You didn't get it right. 1-815-2-YES-MEN. I always say 215. 815-2-YES-MEN. 1-815-2-YES-MEN or 1-815-2... I don't have it in here. Oh, God. Check our website. Oh, God, more Ted Air. You're killing me. You can leave this in because we're just going to uh, tell them the actual phone Uh, number. I'll I'll remind you that if you would like to stay anonymous, don't say anything. We will keep you anonymous. If you want us to say your name for any reason, we'll throw it out there. Why not? Make up a name if you want. Make up a name. Uh, That made it fun. Um, The phone number is 1-815-293-7636. Yeah, and we'll never answer that phone, by the way. Never, ever. (laughs) Um, it's um, in a locked room in a storage cabinet we have rented in uh, Nevada. Yeah. No, so. I looked it up. It's <laughs> Iowa or kidding. something. It is a red phone, and it just has yes men right, right now. Yep. And, and the man that we pay to stay with the phone will never answer. He just makes sure that it's plugged in. Yeah, if anyone tries to pick up the phone, there's needles that inject deadly poison into your hand. Yeah. So no one... So, like, even if someone tries to... If someone knocks out our security guard mm-hmm. and then tries to pick up the phone, immediately they're going to be killed. Well, oh, you chose that one. 
Yeah. I thought we were deciding between killed or just like put to sleep long enough to be arrested. No, killed. He's dead. He's completely. Oh, God. How are they going to learn their lesson? I don't know. Yeah, good point. Well, they could learn a lesson by going to jail. The... Damn it, Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> we also promised we would plug the network. So oh, yeah. Well, we need to do that. Check out uh, popularoutcast.com. Uh, Mike Bennett is on the uh, founder of this network show, Pop The Popular Outcasts. Yeah. He's also on Popular Outcast Gaming. Or Pog. Which is pretty much his show with sometimes other people there to say things. Well, I don't know if we go that far. It's 45 I, minutes of Mike Bennett talking and Bill Russell going, Oh, cool! <laughs> no, come I on. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, Jeff also shows up on that show, and uh, he has another podcast called Jeff in Motion. Which we plugged earlier. Check that out, because it's one of my favorite things. Uh, it's one man in one car talking to himself for his commute. Monday mornings to work, <laughs> Friday nights His new tagline should be, even less dead air than Yes Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Chris Rao is on Delusional Loners, which is a fantastic show. Uh, you go anywhere from conversations about whatever you want all the way to the segment called Why, Why is, is This a Thing? Yep. Which is uh, either Chris or Andrew will watch a, I'm doing air quotes, crappy movie because you've disagreed. Yeah. Uh, and the, other, the, uh, the person who watched the movie will give notes to the other person listening. Yeah. Which and, is a really entertaining segment. And we keep the other, like one of... Whoever watched the movie keeps the other person completely in the yeah, dark. Unless the other person already watched the movie. Yeah. And considers it a movie they like. Yeah. Which just happened. Like, raise your voice. Which I love. Um, let, what other shows on the network? Sound of Life Podcast. Sound of Life Podcast, which is... Is... Uh, doing really well. Yeah. Uh, it's an it's, awesome... Well, you go. It's Sorry. a really awesome music podcast uh, that includes Mike Van Cleave, his niece Hope, and his... What's, how old? 12-year-old Drea, Drea, because that's how she introduces <laughs> tweet, tweet. herself. 12-year-old Drea. Uh, they listen to music. They each pick a song to play. They talk about how they feel about the song, and then there's uh, fan submissions. Yep. Um, it's just, it's a really good entertaining show. It's a blast, show. and I've, I, I, I've learned a lot from that show. There's a yeah. lot of music that I wouldn't have given a second chance to after hearing something on the radio. Um, what Check the- out... Tim Tim and Matt's Untitled Sports Podcast. Yep. Which is now featured on the sports podcast section. They're new number two new and yeah. noteworthy, which is awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm not a huge sports fan. I'm I'm I used to be, I'm kind of yeah. growing out Tim of Tim and Matt like, have known each other for years though, and they've got but, an awesome chemistry. Yeah, and it's very entertaining sports. Yeah. Exactly. Like even for someone who doesn't like sports, it's entertaining. Right. They did an episode about their trip to the Daytona five hundred, which is actually like I really enjoyed that one. Was it the Daytona five hundred or the Indy, the Indy, Indy five hundred sports? 500. Daytona's you know. in Florida. Yes. Either way, that I really, really enjoyed that. I know they're gonna do one about sports betting soon. So if they start getting into like the politics of sports and stuff, I'm really gonna I feel like I'm going to learn a lot. Yeah. Um, what the what hell, the hell with, Nathan with Nathan Pro? Pro? Uh, uh, Nathan may have a scratch on his eye. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because that was clearly know. a joke. <laughs> you don't know that. That's true. Maybe he's really concerned. Nathan may have a scratch on his eye. <laughs> yeah, it may be serious. Nathan, we were genuinely concerned when we said if it's literally on your eyeball, Yeah, go, go to the hospital. Uh, um, what the hell with Nathan Pro is a really fun show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's and this is a compliment. It's one of those shows where I don't know if I can explain it. I think you need to listen to it. Yeah, it's really so hard quick, to uh, lightning fast segments that are a blast. Yeah, um, 
if you listen to the popular cast ever, he does the intro song. He also does the intro song for Delusional Loners. Yes, he's a talented musician. Um, yeah, he's really just... Uh, it's kind of funny how like he started off as a fan and now yeah. he's in the network. It's, it's so crazy. It's cool. Um, also, uh, make some time for the Portable Power podcast. Oh, it yeah. is only once a month. Uh, it's a long show, but it's all about... Uh, Games on the iOS platform, Mobile Android plat- platform, and 3DS slash DS. Yep. Uh, uh, it's, it's a good time. And yep. check out some of their album artwork for their episodes. Oh, yeah. Because Mark uh, is really talented. Yeah, definitely. But they also sure. get drunk while they talk about games. Yeah. It's and a good time. the newest podcast on the network, Girls on Girls. Yep. Uh, that is um, Jeff's wife, Bill's wife. And, and Jeff and friend. Bill's tattoo artist. Yeah. Wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's Aislinn, Ashley, and Lauren. I don't know how yeah. into detail they want us to go with their last names. Check it out, no. though, because it's, it's a really, it's got a really cool vibe. It's really something different on our network. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, it's, don't get too excited by the title. It's not girl yeah. on girl. It's yeah, girls on girls. There's no. Uh, <laughs> and listen yeah. to Riley's new podcast it, coming out called. Called uh, Snarl, 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 I. Neither Suffer that. through penis jokes my entire life. <laughs> She's a wiener. Yeah. Your wiener's crazy. But you're up, really Mike. just a winner. <laughs> She's like, eh, eh. I'm one uh, year old and I, I know what's good for me. What? That's a good ending. I, I'm fuck? one year old and I know what's good for me. <laughs> so Riley, do you wanna do you wanna give us our outro? I guess not. <laughs>